It's the Life of a Sports Mom podcast with host Shoshana Cook. We're here Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Coach Cook's wealth of knowledge within college sports, recruiting, and the NCAA Clearinghouse will bring a new level to what we do. Here we go! Happy Monday, everybody. I know y'all watching Monday Night Football, but it's kind of boring today, both teams, and I'm a killer fan. <laughs> but tonight, we're going to talk about Coach Prime, so I want y'all to help me welcome Princess. Hey, Princess. How you doing? How are you, Susanna? I'm good. I'm good. Now, Coach Prime. So, yeah. When he first took over Colorado... <laughs> we did a poll. How many games you think you're gonna win? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I said mm, he he gonna lose to TCU. He gonna beat Colorado State. He gonna beat the breaks out of Nebraska. Yep. Those were the games that I said. He has turned the program around. But baby, them them, yeah. them tickets to get into the game is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah. who am I? Um, but it just seems like the more coaches have to say to use that for fuel. Mm-hmm. And he is—he's a great marketer. Go ahead. He is. I mean, like you talking about, he wear his glasses and his hat. What he go do? He go buy the whole team glasses. <laughs> I think now that company is at. $6.2 million. He's mm-hmm. a great market. You know, he, he's flashy. Now, the thing about it is, because he's been in the talk, some people want him to lose because they think that's going to shut him up. That's never going to happen. He, he's been yeah. prime time that went into coach prime. It's never going to happen. He is who he is. And there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing at all. But I think Colorado State game, he was shook. That was a good game. Yeah. And yeah. he was on the sideline looking shook. Like, I can't lose Colorado State. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Like, I can't get ready to go into league play and lose to Colorado State. Um, he's always going to be flashy because that's just who he is. But if you listen to his story, he has to be his own cheerleader. So if you don't listen to his story, you're like, oh, all he do is brag. Don't nobody want to hear this. He gets on my nerves, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But he had to be his own cheerleader. So he had to be the outspoken one for himself because his mom worked. I think he said she worked two or three jobs, and his stepfather, I don't know why he wasn't there, but he just said he, he wasn't there. So it was just mm-hmm. him. Um, but now that he's coaching, so my take on him going to Colorado, I think the writing was on the wall. He goes to Jackson State. He turns the program around. The yeah. school is really, like, suffering. 
they don't have no water. You know, they, they wasn't really feeding them, so he did those things. But when he started talking about how come Shador is not in the talks when it comes to him getting, um, oh, my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. What am I, it's on the tip of my tongue. What did Khalid win? He was um, uh, the um, he didn't get any more votes for the Heisman. He would, he didn't get a whole right. lot of consideration sorry, for the Heisman. When he started mm-hmm. talking about the Heisman winner, and he kept saying, "There's no way that my son can't be in the, should not be in the top for a Heisman winner." Mm-hmm. That was the writing on the wall that he was going to try to make a move to where his son could come put up the same numbers, if not more, if not, you know, enough to where he could be the talk on a Heisman Trophy winner. So now he's over. Now they come over, right? And everybody's mm-hmm. still like, ah, oh, now you was playing flag. You you now with the big dog. <laughs> he not going to get no action. The kid is doing a great job. He's doing a great job. I mean, he is about to be tested. Oregon Saturday. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. will be tested. But for the most part, he's doing a great job. What do you think people are, I don't want to say upset. I want to say what is it that you think people feel when it comes to Coach Prime? Okay, so I have a lot to unpack here. First of all, <laughs> look, um, gosh, Coach Prime, as a football player with SSU, and I'm a Florida Gator, he's never been one of my favorite yeah. people. <laughs> Let's start there. But even as he went on to the NFL and played baseball, he still wasn't one of my, my favorite people just because I, I didn't like all of the flashiness. But as you got to learn his story, you know, he leaves the NFL and Major League Baseball behind. He's, he's you know, coaching career, Truth Academy out in, in Dallas, Texas, Fort Worth area. Um, you can tell he was doing really good things, and he was born into young people. I did not right. know he had a son that was um, a quarterback. I knew about Shiloh, but I don't know if I knew about Shadour until mm-hmm. Jackson State. Um, and... Now that I understand who Coach Prime is, he was destined to do what he did at Jackson State and leave. That was not going to be his last stop. That was, you know, and and those who are upset at Jackson State, they shouldn't be because I do I do think he left it better than he found it. Um, and his salary was only three hundred thousand, and he gave one hundred and fifty thousand of that back his so two years right? there to yeah. to the athletic department to do whatever they want. You know, yeah. um, because he was trying to get different things um, there. So it's not like he took from Jackson State. He definitely left it in better place than he found it. So um, the choices were South Florida and Colorado, and I don't know if there's anybody else there, but I, I know those two had made serious offers. I really thought he was right. going to go to South Florida um, because he born and raised in Fort Myers. So yeah. know, Florida is home. <clears throat> but yeah. he said in so many different times that he likes to be needed. He likes that under the dog, and he likes to take a team 
um, there's nothing, and bring it up to something. Well, yeah. that fit the bill with Colorado, um, you know, and they offered him four years and $29 million and they didn't have a million. So they ended yeah. up, you know, doing a crowdfunding and getting $28 million from the trustees and fans and everyone else to pay him. And he brings Shiloh with him, who was at the University of South Carolina, comes to Jackson State with him, graduates from Jackson State, and then joins him. He brings Shador with him, who I thought, and I had been saying to Shana, okay, I want to see him against better talent. He looks good here, but let's see what else he has. So I still held out, you know, my opinion, too. So, and then his daughter joins him joins uh, um, Colorado, and she's sitting up this year in women's basketball, you know, coming next year. But all that to say now, here he is at Colorado. He's a marketing genius. Um, But besides that, he collected a heck of a staff. Um, The defensive coordinator was from Bama, Alabama. Yeah. Um, You know, and then Sean Lewis, if I'm not mistaken, was head coach at Kent State. He has a really good staff. Um, there. But I'm surprised, too. I put in the thread, and everybody chimed in. I said, okay, they're not going to beat TCU. As a matter of fact, here on that Saturday, you know, John is out there on the patio with friends, and I'm like, TCU is going to beat the brakes off of them. But the more the game went on and and Colorado didn't back down, you're like, wow, they've come a long way. And you can see their transition from offense to defense on the sidelines back in. They were well coached. Um, yeah. And, and and now we're here in week three. Jay Norville says, okay, you know, as a grown-up, you take off your glasses and your, and your, and your hat when you talk to adults. I don't – I think he was trying to create some attention for himself because oh, media, media had moved on to it. Oregon. Oh, they ran yeah. with it. Yeah. And, and then here comes, you know – um, Coach Prime, talk about running with it. He passes out the sunglasses to to his entire team. He tells the you know uh, the fans to wear black t-shirts or wear black with your sunglasses and, and a black hat. Then he passes out sunglasses to everybody that's there from from game day, Shoshana, um, <laughs> you know, which is Stephen A. and Shannon Sharp and that crew. Then here comes the Rock on on Saturday. And the yeah. Rock wears the sunglasses, and then he takes off his jacket and has on a Shadur Sanders um, yeah. jersey. You can't make this stuff up. But no. Colorado State gave them a game. They gave them yeah. a, a good game. They um, gave them a hell of a I, game. I, I oh, they sure did. Now they played dirty. I was some like, but they this gave them is a game. game. Like them kids yeah. came to play. They were not going to lay down. Like you are not going to run over us. Yeah, they came to yeah. play. Mhm. And I think it was halftime or third quarter, around about that time. Mm-hmm. I I told I told Rev, I'm well. You know what? My team won. My Gators won. They beat Tennessee. They <laughs> let My team won. I'm going to watch Hallmark. I'm not getting ready to sit right. here <laughs> this late night and and be nervous right. about another team, especially when they got up twenty eight to fourteen or twenty eight to seventeen right. at that time. Colorado State got up. I got to give, and I'll stop talking after this, I give Shadur Sanders and the whole staff a whole lot of credit because Shadur Sanders with 44 seconds left 
and they yeah. got the ball grounded on the two-yard line, had a 98-yard touchdown drive, and then converted yeah. a two-point conversion to tie it up, to take it to overtime, and they found a way to win in overtime. Talk about a great two-minute drill, because you know everybody yeah. practices the two-minute drill. Talk about a great two-minute drill. Like, yeah. you went 98 yards to tie the yeah. game Exactly. You know, so, and the whole team, that means everybody was resilient. Everybody was yeah. focused. You know how many mistakes you can make on a two-minute drill with less than less than a minute to go? Okay. They stay focused. They stay focused. Yeah. And that's a well-coached team. Um, and I, I didn't think that Colorado State was any pushover. They had some, they had some answers for Colorado that they still haven't answered, you know, with that tight end that they couldn't stop. Yeah. But down the line, um, Colorado State focused. They made the plays in overtime, and they was able to force an, an interception um, and a non-score by Colorado State in that second overtime. Game over. And Deion Sanders said, he was saying on the sidelines, we cannot lose these cats. <laughs> I know that his, his facial expression was just. That's right. He was shook. Like, why That's can't right. we run over them? Like, they. That's right. I don't want to say that they are less caliber because those kids came out to play. They mm-hmm. came to play. Number eight, number 14. Number four, mm-hmm. I know I'm missing a number, but them three, they were both. Like, they came they were. to play. So mm-hmm. I think and with Colorado him, was the 21-point favorite. Yeah. Sorry, Shisham. They 21 were 21 points. Point and they had to fight and get yeah. to double overtime in order to beat an in-state rival when you can throw right. out the record. Right. That is like, you're like, okay. With that, I don't want to say simmer him down because he's he's always been outspoken. Some people like him, some people don't. I don't mm-hmm. think this is good. He's still gonna be talking. He's, oh yeah, he's still gonna be talking. I, I oh, yeah. wonder what what he's going to say playing against Oregon because mm-hmm. Oregon has some California kids, and it's oh, yeah. been rumored that he said California kids are stopped. So not only are you playing some California kids in Oregon, but then after Oregon, you go to USC. All right. Mm-hmm. USC comes to you. Or I think still yeah, USC comes to you. But he, they have to California. go to Oregon. This was, That's right. But they got to go to Oregon. And Oregon is mm-hmm. not an easy place that you can go in and win. They're just not. No. So Eugene, Oregon is going to be rocking. It's it's going to be rocking. And I watched Oregon this past weekend because I wanted to see what they had. And I really, at that point, I'm watching Oregon because the game for Colorado, Colorado State is until 10 p.m. Eastern time. So I got time to kind of see what Oregon (laughs) has. And I thought that their offensive line was very small, and um, John mentioned it too. And I think that because they are small, I don't know how athletic, um, and I think Bo Nix can make mistakes. He looks much better at Oregon. I think they scored right. 83 points on whoever they played in week one. But I think exactly. if the game is between the, the trenches, and that is their offensive line against Colorado's defense and 
and mm-hmm. and and then of course their defense against Colorado's offensive line. Let's let's see what happens. But um, everybody tonight, though, except for me and Duck, thought that Oregon was going to win this game. The rubber meets the road, though, with Oregon and then USC. What can they do now? Let let Shana, let's say they come out of there one and one, and that means they're right. four and one after after USC. That's a pretty Correct. damn good schedule. That's a pretty darn good um, win loss. Because most uh, people win. didn't even have him going to the bowl game, and he's already oh, yeah. he's going to a bowl game. He's halfway. He's halfway there because they're going to be Arizona State. They're going to be Stanford. You already at three winning games. You know what I mean? So you're going to a bowl game, and people have them. Oh well, maybe year two. I don't think mm-hmm. he is. Tell me what you think. I don't think yeah. he's going to be after year two. I think once Shador says he's going to go for the NFL because Silo is done after this year, I believe, because he's a graduate student. But I could be wrong. Yeah. But I think he's going to be done. This is Silo's last one. Mm-hmm. So now you have but, Shador. Um, I think Shador, if it continues and he gets any Heisman votes and makes that final tally and goes to New York as the top three vote-getters or top four vote-getters, whoever that is, if he gets to the Heisman and then he gets a good grade, and that is a grade from those that are NFL scouts to say um, he's a first or second round. Um, If he gets anything that's not a first-round, you know, uh, assessment. I think he'll come back for for another year. You know, they asked um, Coach Prime that. He said, "I hope he comes back for another year." But you see him. Yeah. You know, you see how yeah. how he looks, and he's prepared for that. He has the number one. Uh, he had the number one target in the nation quarterback. I want to say Bryce, but I'm not sure. He had him there this weekend. The number one yeah. recruit in the nation and the top quarterback um, was there this weekend. So either way, he's prepared. Um, and yeah. I do think he stays there. I think he stays there past this year, whether Shadour stays or not. Um, he says he's about seven or eight um, dogs <laughs> away. Um, yeah. I, I think he's settled in. Anybody that has an office already redone with everything that he needs, looking over the stadium, his, the office goes onto a balcony and looks over the stadium. That's pretty darn good. And to go from 150000 a year to 3.6 million a year, um, and then the way he's marketing himself, I think he'll sit there for a little bit. Now I'm You're saying there. at least, oh yeah, he's not going anywhere next year. Um, the only thing I think that pushes him out is health. Okay, that, yeah, health. You know, um, because if you have a blood clot in both sides of your groin. That's tough. And when they're saying that if we don't cure this and do something with it, then you are going to lose your foot, that's tough. They seem to have that's figured it. all of that figured all of that out. But I do think that he's there past this year. I think he's there at least two or three years. But um, then, then one or two things are going to come calling, the NFL or um, an SEC, ACC team. Um, you know, um, now this all started. Shoshana, because he he asked for an interview with Florida State, and they told him yeah. he needed to go and be a coordinator somewhere and get some, you know, 
get some experience, and then he um, he became Jackson State head coach. And look at now, that makes SSU look stupid because obviously he can recruit. Yeah. <laughs> obviously he can a symbol of staff. Everybody yeah. wants to play with him. I don't think there's a yeah. chance that does not want to see Deion Sanders in their living room. I just don't. You know what I mean? Because you're more fascinated with, Deion Sanders prime time more than mm-hmm. the coach prime. So you're mm-hmm. fascinated with who you know what he was in college and in in the pros. Kids will flock to him. He's flipping number one. He flipped Travis Hunter, yeah. number one kid. He flipped him to Jackson State. Yeah, to Jackson State, and to he was Jackson headed to State. Alabama. Alabama right. or FSU, one of the two. Uh, I want to say this, he was FSU. school. Mm-hmm. And you flipped Yeah. Him. I think it was Alabama because they made a big thing about saving and him. That's right. That's right. So he's flipping kids that will be going to SEC schools to come play at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they go with him to Colorado? Exactly. And he was able to assemble that. I think yeah. he is correct. I don't think he's bragging when he says we're fielding calls from everybody. I think he probably is fielding calls from those who say, hey, we got somebody for you, or hey, I want to join the team, or whatever. Our number one running back for University of Florida is ETN. His brother played for Clemson and now is a running back for the Jaguars. After we yeah. won with Florida and how they looked against Utah, well, his brother Jaguar said, shoot, my brother needs to go and play for, for Prime. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thank goodness the young man had 172 yards on this Saturday. But he said, my brother needs to go play for Prime. You don't think that other NFL coaches and uncles and dads, and think about this, Shoshana. Most right. black men, whether they are kids or not, want to go play for Prime. That's all Duck right. talked about. He said, Princess, I heard his pregame speech. I'll, I'll go play. I'll go get a couple of downs in. And I said, not with because that surgery. He's going to go. You up. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you can listen to his speech if you if you take away, if you don't like Coach Prime, right? Mm-hmm. And you close your eyes and you want to be motivated. And you, you don't go. see who's talking. He will motivate you to think you can knock some brick walls down. Hmm. There you go. He taps there you go. into all needs, which is uplifting. Mm-hmm. You want to feel encouraged. And you and like he was saying, so, well, when he talked about Jackson State, he said some of them hadn't even worn a tie, didn't even know how to put on a tie. Mm-hmm. So not only is he coach, he big brother. Mm-hmm. Slash, some may need father role model. Mm-hmm. So he and got Michael Strahan to buy in and purchase all of them suits. You know, yeah. men's warehouse. Michael Strahan provided the suits and the dress shirts, and yeah. then um, Coach Prime provided the ties. But I watched 
sits down on Coach Prime. When Travis Hunter went out, I thought that was a dirty hit. But when he oh, went out and they announced it, he, I felt like the oh, kid should have been re- ejected. That's what oh, I yeah. felt. I thought he was going to get ejected. But oh, yeah. when we were talking, watching the game, they were like, he, he will only get ejected if it was helmet to helmet. But I was like, that was a mm-hmm. dirty play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even that if was he a dirty didn't play. get ejected, I felt like his coach should have took him out. Like, his mm-hmm. coach should have made him sit out a, a couple of series, something, to make it known that, okay, we, we don't tolerate this. Because, Shana, dirty. that was a part of their game plan. That was a part of Novo's game plan. Yeah, I, I believe to, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The dirty hits or late hits was a part of the game plan. You don't get 17 penalties. And and none of those are personal fouls for nothing. That was a part of the right. game plan. And as a matter of right. fact, before the game started, they talked about, you know, some of the confrontations and we're going to take you out or whatever. Um, that was player to player, you know, as they kind of milled around doing warm-ups. But you could tell that was yeah. part of the game plan. And that is yeah. to be aggressive um, and get some really, uh, as they used to say, lay the wood on them. And that's what they did. But I watched Prime, you know, talk to the young man that replaced Travis Hunter. And he put his hands on his shoulders, looked him straight in the eye, and said, this is what I need you to do. And this is right. where I think you need to da 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 And then he looked him straight yeah. in the eye and says, I love you. And they hugged. Right. Those, yeah. those, those kids actually like him. They actually are yeah. motivated by Coach Prime, which I'm surprised. But, and I think <laughs> a lot of black men who are grown, you know, like Rev in this house, and I've said it, you know, I said on the earlier show, Shoshana, College football was my Saturday, you know, but he's made it a point, oh, I'm going to be off on Saturday and we'll watch Prime. You know, I'm going to watch some college football. He's never said that. So yeah. he and I said, well, well, tell me when the Gators play. I don't know. <laughs> you don't yeah. know when the Florida Gators play, but you know. And I think that no, every black man, as it's, it's Jason Collins has said, it's the prime effect. Um, they're yeah. rooting for him. They see themselves in him, and they feel like he has bucked the system, the white man's system of hierarchy. He's a head coach now, and he's making a difference. Um, yeah. I think all of them want to go play for him. I do, too. Like, I mean, even, listen, his first game, TCU, they had over a million viewers yeah. watching that game. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, we want to see how Colorado going to do, you know. Yeah, he got these kids, but let's see what they do. Now, I did say I thought TCU was going to win. I had it flipped. Like, I was like, they're not going to walk over them, but they're going to win by three. I had it flipped. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. them kids came out there. They, they shut some people mouth. You know what I mean? Then you got people like, okay, we see we see your team. All right, let's go to the next game. It's it's as if they waiting for him to lose. Told you he was gonna get popped. Well, he's gonna. Get oh popped. yeah, his team is gonna lose. It's a very yeah. good yeah. chance he's gonna lose the next two games. Mm-hmm. Very good chance. But but I think the momentum is away, there. Right, you can't take away how those kids are. Those kids are balling. And he he's putting them in the right position to ball out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we that. talked let's, about let's that on one of the the college football threads. Is that and the statement was Sunday mornings. Well, we're going to have to wait another week for Prime to lose. You know, <laughs> so there is <laughs> there is that element out there who wants to see and and not just white folks, a lot of black folks, especially those around um, Mississippi and and Jackson State. Um, for some reason, they were upset that he left um, and. You know, they want to prove that it wasn't just because of him that they had success, although I, I think it was had a lot to do with him and that crime effect. So there are a lot of people. There's either or. I don't think you straddle the fence with Coach Prime. Either you love him or you don't like him at all, you know. But yeah, exactly. even if you go back to Jackson State, college day there, you know, he brought some things to Jackson State to give the school money for the athletic department. The problem with that was when he start asking, like, where is this money going? Is this going to the football players? Where is mm-hmm. it going? That's when it became an issue. Mm-hmm. So because he's asking, he's doing all this stuff. So the football program, you can get a better feel. You can, you know, you can do certain things. Y'all don't want to answer that. Yeah, and I think that is an element that HBCUs as a whole have to conquer, um, their yeah. mismanagement or their lack of managing their money. And once Dion starts started questioning, okay, some of this money from the football, you're going out there and playing a game, and, you know, and I've seen South Carolina State play Clemson and get 800000 to a million dollars for one game. They got to go back yeah. home to South Carolina State and play the light bill, pay the light bill. You know, they got to take some of that money to to try to survive and to yeah. spread all over the campus. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that Jackson State didn't do a whole lot of that while he was there. You know, um, you know, that that's hard to do. But he's right. Once he started questioning that, he wasn't going to be there long. And he yeah. even said is that. You know, we have a problem. Our HBCUs, our culture has a problem with how yeah. we manage this money um, from yeah. the top, from the president and all of that. And, Shoshana, we like flashy. We love nice cars and nice things, and we're going to be creased and coming out fly. But, you know, as my mommy say, follow them home. And when you go back to campus, you know, some of the dorms aren't, aren't done right, you know, but you're riding around yeah. in a Bentley. You're the president. You're riding around in a Bentley, but Bad some part. of the dorms don't have, you know, a quality living for the students that are there paying ten, fifteen thousand a year. And that's a shame, and that's where HBCUs have they have to clean that up if they want yeah. more integrity, more, um, more stuff, um, more sponsorship. Um, um, you and know, that's what they have like to do. You want kids to 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 even consider an HBCU, to play an mm-hmm. HBCU, more so mm-hmm. over a PWI. You know, you always mm-hmm. be like, okay, why wouldn't you consider this school? I can say, for example, like Howard, right? Mm-hmm. Howard has a housing problem. They have a major housing problem. They yeah. get housing out, and when people come to move in, they don't have enough housing. Nope. So yep. I agree with you. There, there's things that need to be corrected. There's some housing that needs to be up to par. Mm-hmm. 
you want you want people to pay twenty thousand dollars. Fifteen of that is for your housing and your and your food meal plan, but mm-hmm. you may not have no good running water, or you may not even have no housing, and you got to find you got to find somewhere to live off campus. So yeah, there's a lot of things that he brought light to when it came to mm-hmm. the HBCU, you know, and I think. Instead of people talking mess about what he was talking about, I think it, it should have been an eye-opener. Yes, you guys want these kids to come and play for these HBCUs, but let me tell you what I experienced, and I'm coaching over here. Hmm. Hmm. I, have to, I have to feed them. There was no clean water. I had to put them up in a hotel so they can take showers and they can have clean water. We didn't. We didn't go. hear that. There you go. So I think, and and you have to clean that up. To it, mm-hmm. I think because he bought light to it, it didn't sit well. Exactly, and and gosh, I can't remember the defensive back who was hired at Bethune Cookman, and he didn't last but a month. Oh, and um, he talked. His name is on the list. I know you talking about because he went in mm-hmm. and he said that um he could his he didn't even have a clean office. That's right. He said you should see. He said it's deplorable. He said you should yeah. see. You know? And they um, and it I, was Ed Reed. That's who it was. Ed, Ed Reed. Reed. Mm-hmm. And he was filming. And mm-hmm. he was like, Look at this trash. He got the players. Yeah picking up the trash and out there and cleaning like up the field and and the practice field he said see look at this that that right. didn't sit well so they had to let him and you know what if you are hiring someone like a ed reed who is a hall of fame um uh defensive back and then yeah. was at the university of miami program you lure him away to say hey we need some leadership da 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 you don't think that before he gets to campus to try to do something and clean up and, and, and make sure his office is set, you don't even try yeah. to do that? Uh, to me, that's disrespectful. And I remember yeah. that at university, at, at Spelman, you know, um, I didn't like the dorm I was in my freshman year, and I had four other roommates. There were five of us in one room. Now, that one room was as big as a 1,200-square-foot apartment, and you had your own little corner. But, okay, yeah. my second year, I'm in a brand-new dorm, and that's where I stayed the next three years. Um, but we have to admit that HBCUs has a financial, has a money problem. And, Absolutely. Um, Coach Prime exposed that. One of the yeah. teams didn't have a trainer um, for – uh, for their team. They didn't have a trainer. And he sent one of his trainers over there because if you don't have a trainer, you can't practice. You cannot yeah. practice if you don't have a trainer. Yeah. So he sent one of his yeah. trainers there for two or three weeks to help out. Those type of things you can't you can't make up. That's who he is. That's who he is. Yeah. I mean, and, and you can't really dislike him because he's bringing light to uh, HBCU. It's not to degrade yeah. the HBCU. I think he was bringing light, like, you guys want to be competing against these PWIs. These PWIs got 
brand new locker rooms, all these things that these kids mm-hmm. want, different uniforms, light camera action. And if you yeah. can't even give them something essential as housing, how are you going to get these athletes? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then he called out the alums. Like, what y'all doing? For, what y'all doing? <laughs> Coming here for a fish fry and tailgating. <laughs> <laughs> He like, what y'all doing? Yep. So although he's flashy and he's flashy, but he speaks some facts too. You may not agree mm-hmm. with it, but he had a, a valid point. You guys are alum. What are y'all doing? How come these kids don't have meals after they practice? Why does field look like this? You expect them to practice yep. on a field like this? Yep. Yep, so and he helped. Goes. He gave them money to help because it built an athletic facility, but it wasn't yep. complete yet. So no. he gave back his salary so that they can complete the the athletic facility. And I don't know how yep. far that's gone. If it's complete, if it's done, if it's you know helping those kids. But again, the HBCUs have a long way to go, and they need yep. those games against they Power do. Five conferences. In order to help continue and, and, yeah, and provide. That's a good one. Yeah, provide. Um, Yeah. And that's a shame, but that's where we are as far as Power 5. Now he's in a Power 5. And next year they're headed to the Big 12. 12? Mm -hmm. No, okay. So he's going to do, I think he's going to do exceedingly well, better than most people thought. It's already shown Mm -hmm. in history. So he's doing way better than most people thought because most people said it's his first year. He barely mm-hmm. probably get four wins. That's what everybody was saying. Yeah. So now I wonder what the talk is going to be from the change of going from Pac-12 to Big 12. Because if he goes popping, them Bitcoin fed kids, guess what them Bitcoin fed <laughs> kids don't want to go to? Colorado. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I think he, he does well in recruiting. But just think of the Big yeah. 12. Look how it is. Oklahoma and Texas are headed to the yeah. SEC next year. So, yeah. um, and West Virginia, I mean, not West Virginia, but Colorado's coming in. I don't know who else. The Big 12 has, I think Utah goes to the Big 12 next year, don't they? Big 12? I like or, Utah, or are they yeah. headed to the Big 10? I think, I think Utah's. Because I, I think I think Utah going to the Big Ten, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so, I'm gonna find out. But the Big Twelve is gonna be it's gonna be nasty. Like I'm excited it is. to see exactly what's gonna happen in the Big Twelve. Because exactly. it's about to be a dog fight. And now Exactly. Do you say, Okay, he coming but you know what I mean? But will he last here? I, I think if he can play against SC or Oregon and, and give them hell, Utah is going to the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to be a okay. team. I, 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 Utah I is going to the Big 12. That's going to be good. <laughs> He's not going to mess with Utah. Mm-hmm. If he beat Utah, man, hands down. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Because yep. SC. 
Utah have SB's number. So they it's sure like, do. And they won the Pac-12 the past two years, you know. But with how Whittingham has been there since Urban Meyer left. He's in year 19. I would imagine yeah. he's the longest tenure power five coach out there, and he's built a, a rough and tough team. Um, he's been around. And, yeah, uh, Utah has USC's number, and I think Utah is going to do well in the Big 12 next year. I, I think it's going to come so in. Too. I think so, too. I like Utah. I, I yeah. really, really like Utah. I think they are a very well-coached team. That's why I say yeah. if he goes and plays Utah and he beats Utah, hands down, you deserve you deserve this. Because yeah. Utah is a very well-coached team. Mm-hmm. And then Colorado yeah, goes. Off of teams that you wouldn't even think that they would come in and beat. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, he has a – at first, when you first looked at his schedule, you like, oh, dang, he, it's going to be an ugly schedule. Mm-hmm. Now that you got three games in, <laughs> you like, yeah. you can find really three ugly. other games he's going to win. You can find yeah. three other – you know, and then I would not be surprised. Duck is saying six and six, seven and five. Um, that's where he is. But before then, I was saying two or three games. But um, And now – you know, I, I'm looking at maybe they can win nine nine games. Maybe they can go nine and three. Nine and three is okay. definitely, you know, mm. um, respectable. Um, okay, so but, Oregon, they got Oregon, and they play in mm-hmm. Oregon. That's a tough. That's okay. Tough. Then they have SC. SC comes to them. Mm-hmm. Arizona State, they're gonna they're gonna win because Arizona yep. State is. Is, is trying to get it back together. Stanford, they're going to win. Then they got UCLA. Yeah. And then they got Oregon State. And let me tell you something. That Oregon State line ain't no joke. That that defensive hmm. line and that offensive line, they're no joke. And they're fast. So I like Oregon, I Oregon State. And I like how DJ is playing. They didn't want him at Clemson. Yeah. They He's threw him so away and, and look so at him now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, from the rest of their schedule, let's see. I say. I think they beat Arizona. Points. I think they beat Arizona. You do? Um, they can beat Arizona. So oh, be, yeah. That would be, if you take that, that's one, two, three. And I think it's going to be a dog fight between them and Washington State. Yeah, now who's that last one with the UU? Who is that? That's Utah. That's Utah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, but here we are debating it now. Before, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever, y'all. Okay, okay. So because I thought this, Shoshana, there's no way you can send out 55, 54, 55, 56. You can bring in um, 60, um, yeah. but 80, 80, 80 some new players all together. You know, transfer portal, you bring in, in 60, and then you recruit and get another 20 some to come over. That's 80 some new players. There's no way yeah. you get them together to win, and you just get them all on campus. Most of them come, you know, 
um, by January, February. But the bulk of them don't get there until June. So June, July, August, and we're ready to go. Right. And, and in the and middle and of and that, you have surgery, like, and you're away from the team. It, they don't even look like they just met, in a sense. They look exactly. like they've been playing for a year or two together, and now exactly. the, the cohesiveness is just starting to gel. That's mm-hmm. how they look. Mhm. Mhm. And so. he seems to have the respect of all of them, not just the black kids, but he seems to have the respect of all of them. He seems to be able to motivate all of them, and he yeah. has a heck of a staff. Um, I give him yeah. credit. I, I give him yeah. credit for sure. Um, and I've been wanting to talk to you about, and I can't say the young man's last name, DJ from Clemson, who I have watched. Yeah. I we I have watched two or three of his games, and he looks like a different player. He's he looks sure of himself. He looks He's comfortable. More relaxed. Yeah. yeah, he is, and he throws yeah. a spiral. He's more back. Yeah, I, so, I love it. I, I'm very proud of him. You know what I mean? Because I I have a kid that played cornerback, and I still be like, y'all better be quiet. I don't know how I would be if I had a kid that was a because mm-hmm. it's your fault. You know, I don't I don't know how his parents has endured that. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. But as a matter of fact his dad said something um said something, you know, tweeted at Dabo because Dabo doesn't believe in the transfer portal. He won't touch it. So he right. and, Which is and crazy. so is he Mhm. That's crazy Which within is itself. Crazy. Yep. And I think because and, of that, they, FSU comes to town, and it's going to be, t- I think, FSU, who is pulled from Bama and LSU and every other place for the transfer portal, got themselves a team. I think they beat yeah. up on Clemson in Death Valley this week, this weekend. Well, well, Clemson is not even, they are not up to par. Okay. No. If you remember last Clemson. year when DJ was playing, they wanted mm-hmm. the other kid. They everybody he all put the other quarterback in. Whoop the whoop the whoop mm-hmm. everything. The other kid is in. That's it. That's it. Y'all lost. Not only they were dominated by Duke. Yeah. In that first and, and, game, they were dominated. Wrong, I give big props to the coach, who is the coach of Duke. Because when he came in there, they were a one and ten team. Mm-hmm. He turned that whole program around. Yeah. Now that's what you call coaching. Yeah. Because he didn't get rid of them; he just coached them up. Hmm. And now look, they didn't beat. They hung with Clemson. Not only hung with them, they dominated them, and they beat them. I don't think he's going to last as a coach if he don't hit that portal. And he's, you know, I, I have, I think I have a problem with Dabo, you know, because he didn't want to touch the Black Lives Matter. He said, you know, football lives matter. And, um, you know, we we know that Clemson sits on, you know, has some, some dorms named after slave owners. You know, we know all of that southern Southern history. Um, well, yeah. Dabo has shown himself to be, you know, still holding on to some of that. Um, but Absolutely. for some reason, 
you know, he he got in got in so many top quarterbacks and and yeah. top players. Um, and he had, you know, remember for a while there, I think he went to four or five straight Final Fours. He was playing for yeah. the championship. He was one of the last four standing. I think those times are gone because college football has changed, Shoshana. It is driven by that transfer for a portal, and it is driven by the NIL money. You better get in. It's not going anywhere. As much as you feel like, oh, I'm not, we don't need to worry about the NIL money. The only reason why you're not, in my opinion, the only reason why you're not worried about it is because now it's on the upfront. You don't think mm-hmm. we know that these kids that's going to certain schools that the Malums is giving them money because that's they right. are. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. now this back is, in the eighties when I had cousins playing for college, they were mowing people's yards for a thousand dollars a pop. You know yeah. that was you know, but okay, you getting a thousand dollars to cut his front yard? Well, you yeah. know that was when the bag was not legal. The bag is legal right. now. You can come and put yeah. it on the porch. You can come and deliver it yourself, you know. And, and say, come um, play for us. That's right. You know. That's right. So I don't, that's I, don't, right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see him doing good this year, and I don't see him doing good next year. I think it's, wow. it's just somebody's turn. Now, I, I, I know you don't like Florida State because you, you're a Gator. <laughs> but Florida State has their But I can realize, right. yeah. I can see talent, and I can see a difference in their play. Remember, yeah. Nova was on the hot seat two years ago, and, and when sure Willie was. Taggart was there, when Willie Taggart was there, I was hoping Willie Taggart stayed forever. They look like hot garbage. They are a different team. They are a different team. <laughs> they are a different team. It, 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 it's just funny. Like I, I want to see how these teams, how it changes, how the conference has changed. As you bring in new teams, I want to just see how things are going to be now. Because football is football. But now your recruiting is going to be different. Now you can touch different regions that you probably couldn't touch, especially, you know, everybody want to come West Coast, but you know what I mean? But they don't always come to West Coast. But if you plan somewhere where their parents can go and watch them, well, they may think, oh, okay, I can be on the West Coast, but I'm still playing where my parents can come and see me play. You know, that's a big thing. So it, it's going to be interesting. It's going it, I, I, to be interesting to see how I still have – I have Coach Prime. I think he's going to get about two more games. Cause I, a lot of people don't like Coach Kelly, but I don't see him beating UCLA. I, I don't see it. It may be a good game, but I don't see him beating UCLA. And I surely don't see him beating uh, Oregon State. But I told you, if he pops Washington State and and, and he pops Utah, boy, <laughs> I think everybody just going to have to give him props because USC can't pop Utah. Exactly. Let's say exactly. he popped USC. Let's just say he popped USC. Will he get? Will he get some kind of recognition because he popped USC because they're number five? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and that's the beauty of all of this is that 
Coach Prime has us anticipating every week to see what happens with Colorado. Look at look yeah. at all of that, Shoshana. Yeah. Colorado and Boulder brought in $18 million in revenue for the city um, during Nebraska weekend. I don't know what this yeah. weekend, but as a matter of fact, the Nebraska game brought almost 9 million viewers, while Texas and Alabama had less than that. Come on now. Yeah. University of the Longhorns and Alabama Crimson Tide. And let and, people and more call people them. watching a team that you knew Colorado was going to dog walk because Nebraska's trash. Yep. Yep. But, but the landscape has changed. Yeah. And the Prime Effect has gotten people like John Robinson in this household, you know, posted up waiting for Colorado to come come on at 12 yeah. noon. Then they came on 12 noon again. Then this time they don't come in until 10 p.m. Um, and he was up, came came in at 2.30. They did it, double overtime. You know, yeah. um, that's the prime effect. And you see people saying, I am a bandwagon uh, fan of the Colorado Buffaloes. I will be a fan <laughs> of them as long as Dion is there. That's the prime right. effect, isn't it? <laughs> right. Then you got the mama coming in to do pregame speech and saying if you have to go and beat the ASS, beat the ASS. Right. <laughs> Everybody got a part. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody got a hype part. <laughs> Everybody got a hype part. There's new Aflac commercials, Shoshana. Yeah. Um, they all sitting around the table for a Kentucky Fried Chicken. What do you, know, you say? Uh, what you say? I know you're not eating that chicken on your daddy white uh, carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the bull jump, boy, and give me a piece of chicken, you know. And that's a commercial, Shoshana. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time I see that commercial, it reminds me of his song when he was singing, It Must Be the Money. It, I don't even <laughs> I be Because like, he is out yeah. there doing big things. I mean, you can just you can hate the man because he's loud yeah. and he, he's always he's loud about his, but you can't dislike the man hustle. No, you gonna he he gonna leave. You gotta appreciate some it. Some kind of mark. Yeah, he gonna leave some kind of mark to where you be like, dang, okay, well I thought this. Yeah. Nah, he. He's going to leave a mark to where you're going to be like, we got to give him mm-hmm. his props. And I think he's going to leave it Pac-12. Pac-12 is not going to be anymore. And this is, I, I love this Pac-12. And yeah. it's just stupid. Commissioners should have fought hard for TV rights. Because this mm-hmm. Pac-12, I don't think it's a team besides Arizona that is, you know, they're trying to get it to, Arizona State, excuse me, trying to get it together. But these teams are falling. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the Pac-12 opened up 13-0 and the first uh, yeah. in week one. They didn't lose a game. Yeah. Every Pac-12 yeah. team won. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I think it's crazy that he he had to have known if he didn't secure a deal with any kind of TV, media, money, and rights that he was yeah. going to lose his teams. And so those who – they went to the big dog first, and that is the Big Ten, now the Big 18, because yeah. they were guaranteed to have about $77, $78 million in money 
um, for throughout the season. And just think about yeah. that. Think about that. Each school, you know, is going to bring in 11, 12, 13 million um, at the end of the season. That's not counting what you've already got from home games and, you know, in yeah. um, concessions um, or, or paraphernalia sold. Um, you know, and that's another thing, Shoshana. They showed the bookstore, the Colorado bookstore, and it mm-hmm. was packed. There had to be 100 people in there shopping for stuff to wear to the game because the game didn't start till 7 p.m. their time, 10 p.m. our time. Um, everybody's fun. making money in Boulder. Everybody. Everybody. Somebody said, I was listening to a show yesterday, um, and he said, from the parking alone for two games, it was enough to pay for the volleyball? I think all of their traveling <laughs> uniform, I think it was volleyball. That's a lot. Wow. Wow. And I actually, I actually it's saw always, it was, it was Thursday night, Shoshana, or Thursday night or Friday night, the Colorado State Rams and the Colorado Buffaloes were playing volleyball. So they all yeah. came together. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I want to say thank you for coming on the show. It's always fun when it's me and you on this show. We definitely have to always. do it again. I thank you. I thank you because I know you sleepy because you three hours ahead. But thank you, Shoshana. I didn't on. even know it was it was that our time was up. I, I guess right. you right before, but I love doing this show anytime, anytime. All right. Until next time, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Life of a Sports Mom. See you next Monday. Good night, everybody.